Welcome back, everybody, to the Reality Friends podcast. It's episode four of the challenge, Slaw, Spies, Lies, and Allies. And here with me is my number one in podcasting, someone who I know would never stab me in the back in a daily, Eric Eldridge, everybody. That's right. It's Jarek. What? <laughs> Jarek is in the house. Oh, that's a great name. It works so well. It'll definitely um, stick. Yeah, for sure. And we're definitely not going to do anything that's going to piss each other off for the entire episode, for sure. Uh, oops. Uh, flash forward into the future. Uh, someone's going to put their foot in their mouth. I'm not sure who it is, but one of us will. Yeah. Uh, knowing our dynamic, it'll probably be me, but we'll see. Oh, I think it's anyone's game. But uh, Joseph, how's, how's it going, man? I haven't talked to you in like over a week now because of the nature of our erratic podcasting. Yeah, so Eric has been, uh, I guess that's yours to tell, but uh, as far as me, I've been yeah, good. Yeah, actually, I asked you about you, uh, yeah. not me, but yeah. if you want to talk about me, I'm always down. Yeah, yeah, as far as I am, I'm fine. You know, played some poker the other night, uh, you know, got a royal flush for the first time. I told you about that. That was really cool. And uh, That is yeah. exciting. That's, that's, that's How great. about you, Eric? How miserable has your life been, though? Yeah, I actually have something interesting for once. Uh, week after week, you ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. staying at home playing video it's, games. It's what vaguely interesting. Me? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> for, for once, I have things going on in my life. Um, and this serves as a warning for those of you listening to this podcast. Um, I had a bachelor party in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and then I moved uh, the day after I got back. So I... My body has just been really put through the paces, man. I don't know how I'm alive. Uh, and I did watch the episode, but usually I watch it like twice and take notes. And this time, nope, just one go through. We're winging it. I'm like a rookie coming into the season without having watched any other seasons, not knowing anything. So yeah. you're going to have to help me out, my man. Thank God you have the vet uh, in me here to, to help exactly. you out. Exactly. Yes. This is a rookie vet team right here, which means we're uh, we're not in danger yet, but I, I am going to be in danger very soon. I'm definitely leaving your ass now if I get another <laughs> uh, podcast partner. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so uh, well, let's start with the episode then. So uh, Logan and Big T, we see them talking at the beginning and possibly the start of a little showmance there. We're glad to see Big T maybe get some play on this show, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... For sure. Rooting for everyone to hook up with everyone. And then Amanda to tell us all about it years later <laughs> if it doesn't come out on the show. So that's an exciting matchup right there, I guess. Uh, I barely remember it. Joseph, what were your thoughts? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I thought they made for a God. cute couple. I wasn't sure if um, my man Logan was fully into it or if he was just you know being nice, maybe playing a little strategy. Because uh, he didn't really say anything in the confessionals to confirm it. But, you know. Definitely hope the best for them. Well, at least this season, Cam isn't here to potentially steal him away later in the season. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Um, or to get stolen. Uh, uh, but... yeah, I know, I know. You know, like, <laughs> you know figuratively. Steal so his we, heart. We see this talk between Amber and Casey. And Amber's still kind of nervous that she's on the bottom of the Big Brother Alliance. But we see Casey here do a really good job, I thought, of kind of trying to get Amber's trust back and make her feel safe with the Big Brother Alliance. Yeah, uh, I think this is where we see Casey's strengths come through. She she is really good at the social game. Um, at, even though at this point it kind of pains me to admit it because I don't I don't know I I don't think she brings a lot of pizzazz to the show. See yeah. me, 
Uh, but she she just like floats her way through to the end like time and time again. She just hasn't really been uh, in, in danger in any of her shows that she's been on. It's crazy. And I think it's moments like this to show you why. She's just really good at talking to people and getting them to trust her. Yeah. And it, it also makes sense, right? Like shouldn't I think Amber should believe her because I feel like it does make sense for the Big Brother players to like put this minor incident in the past and work together, right? Right? Uh right? Right. Uh, right? <laughs> so That's yeah, it. they so yeah, Casey does a good job here of quelling Amber's fears, but we'll see later that maybe well, What do you think honestly though? Like this this is a this is a question. Uh like shouldn't they work together? Like can we can we talk about this? Like let's not bury the lead here. Fessy in this episode, he puts Amber into elimination mm-hmm. uh when she completely was fine working with the Big Brother Alliance. She was back on board. Like, right. And, why? And, and I think Fessy's logic makes sense if You're she idiot. actually is on the bottom. If she if she actually is targeting him. You know what I mean? But that didn't seem to be the case. Like she seemed to really put this all away. And I don't know if Casey told him about this conversation. I gotta imagine she did. Um, but between them that went really well. Um, it seemingly Fessy just went rogue here, right? Like, didn't really tell anyone his alliance, which again is also bad because you're betraying their trust. And yeah, just all around, like Amber said, very messy. I, yeah, okay, look, it's always easier from the outside looking in, but okay. He he clearly did not trust Casey's read on the situation then, right? Which he uh, should because she's a damn winner of Big Brother. Way better. Yeah. Way better than him at this game. Like, right. infinitely better. Yeah. And uh, secondly, Amber's no Wes, okay? Like, I feel like she was a little bit more predictable. Like, this isn't really that crazy leap to right. think that you can move on past this. Like, yeah. she's, she's a trusting player. If it was like she Ashley was- Mitchell, I could maybe understand it a little bit more, right? Like, like or yes. someone like that. Yes, and here's the other thing. The biggest drawback that I see with Fessy making this move is that he opens the floodgates and he paints the target on his back. Messy Fessy is back. Even if it's not like a direct betrayal or whatever, he's still the first person to take a shot at a vet and someone who he could have been working with, who people might have thought he was working with. And it's like, it just feels so unnecessary. And now there really isn't any main reason to keep the vet alliance going, especially against Fessy, at least. He can't blame anyone for taking a shot at him. He took a shot at a vet. Yeah, and this is a second season in a row where he does something seemingly inexplicable that betrays, like, his allies' trust. So I don't know if he's, you know, how in future seasons he's going to get along. People might just be super weary of him, you know, and try to get rid of him. I don't think... He's not the biggest forward thinker, man. Like, yeah. what? what is all of that versus, oh, like, okay, if Amber wins the daily and decides to go rogue and put him in, he's still fessy. And he's vote against Josh. He's eliminations. Like, what the hell, man? What are you so scared about? Like, and, this- and, and Josh is still her partner, so she can't, she can only do so much, and I don't think she's going to force a stalemate just to get rid of you. You know what I mean? Just to get rid of you. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think they had a good situation actually, where it's kind of like a um, like nuclear cold war going on, where Josh should be able to keep Amber in check, and Amber should be able to keep Josh in check, where they're both uh, incentivized to like, okay, like let's let's no one's gonna go rogue, 
We're, we all are wanting this to be nice and peaceful so that we all can work together and have some numbers. It should have worked out, but it, it didn't. And I, I'm, I, for one, am excited, though. I'm glad he made this move because I really hope that it bites him in the ass and Amber, like, directly puts him in to, like, a checkers game against Oh, Dad it has to, right? Like that. uh, um, that's going to be that's gonna be it, right? He's not right. going to make the final again, right? Please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if, if you're Fessy, don't you want Josh to have the best partner possible if he's, like, your number one? Like, don't you want him winning dailies and helping you control the trajectory of the game? Like, I just, yeah. Yeah, that's another great point. I didn't even think of that as I was ranting just now. But Fessy is just a terrible ally. He's just so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Josh desperately wanted Amber as his partner. And for good reason. He, she's a phenomenal partner. He's, like, lucky to have her, I think. Uh, very loyal and great in a final. Like, what more could you want? They did well in the daily this uh, episode, too, together. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I would not want to work with Fessy if I were on the show. Uh, yeah. That wouldn't be my first choice, man. Y yeah, he's uh, really showing how much of a, I don't know, self-interested player he is, but in a bad way. Like, it's like screwing himself over. Like, usually yeah. we want people to be self-interested and stuff like that, but all of his moves are like getting rid of potential allies, whether it's on Big Brother or this season. This isn't a brilliant political move to save himself with like six teams left. This is like beginning of the season, uh, Fessy pointing the gun at Amber and somehow shooting himself in the foot. That's that's what this is. Right. So we get to the challenge and basically this was kind of odd. They were like hanging from this platform uh, where they were looking at different codes and they had to pull themselves along it to look at the different codes and relay it to their partner uh, through a walkie-talkie. Uh, then the partner had to, I don't even know, do what with the code exactly? They, like, they de-cracked it? I really didn't understand, to be honest. They do something off-screen uh, right. with the code. <laughs> yeah. I don't know then, exactly what. Right, and then they hack into the thing, and then they have to choose what <laughs> team to eliminate from the challenge. And uh, they had two different heats, and yeah, I actually thought this was a cool challenge because it uh, got to. Uh, even though I didn't understand completely what was going on <laughs> with the, the basket, <laughs> which could be us. That could be on us. That could to be, be yeah. That could totally be us. <laughs> I actually did watch this episode twice too. So, uh, but anyway, <laughs> so really no excuses here. Um, but yeah, I did think it was cool because you got to see the different interactions. There was some decision making there and i didn't feel like you could i guess you could pile up on some teams but there was only one team for them to pile up on really which was uh cory and michelle so right who were just by the way so doomed this episode like i like how the edit doesn't even try to hide it it's like uh last rookie team you guys are so boned right uh, I, I like the challenge too i i liked it for a couple of reasons one was because they do have that decision making element which led to a lot of drama by the way uh, mm -hmm. between dial um, later in the episode and then two because anytime they do something where they're ostensibly uh, detonating something or hacking into something by putting something somewhere it's it feels like what they're really doing is putting uh, some kind of like painted over kids playmobil set together uh, it's like so clearly not electronic you know they're just putting something in <laughs> right. this little slot yeah. it's like it's like you're gonna hack into this and then detonate some bombs it's like in yeah. real life they're just like putting a stick on top of a brick like that's that's what it looks like to i'm me. sure i'm sure nelson yeah is really hacking into the system there uh with whatever's going on um, but it was a cool challenge don't get me wrong i yeah. i think this is cool it's like a nice mix of showmanship but also some kind of intrigue with who they decide to uh, torpedo yeah. which 
brings me to my big question. <laughs> Joseph, what do you think? Kyle's decision, good or bad? Bad, 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 bad. I didn't, I didn't get it. I, I, I did note this, that like Fessy before Kyle did it said something like, Kyle earned some trust or something like that that I only saw in a rewatch, like right before Kyle Ooh. was about to like put in his thing or whatever. He said sure that to Kyle. That. So I think that might have weighed into Kyle's decision real quick because Fessy is a strong competitor, might win some future dailies, maybe more likely than Devin. Uh, so I do think it was kind of like a split second bad, but self-interested move. And it's obviously just bad because it seems like everyone knew how close Kyle and Devin were. Right. There's no hiding anything here. It's just like he just comes across like a snake, apparently. Right. Um, so. And when you already what, have that rep, it's like it's hard to shake once you do something again that makes you look like one. Yeah, exactly. We've seen this time and time again. He does have that reputation. I, the only thing I wonder watching this is was this a little overblown by Devin plus production team behind the scenes on this one? Like, is this was this really that big a deal, do you think? You know what? I didn't at first, but hearing Devin's logic about it, I actually thought it made a lot of sense. Where he was like, yeah, this wasn't a big deal. But, like, what about in the future? Like, if something like this happens. And there are a lot of times in the challenge where you do have to make split-second decisions. And you do have to. And TJ's just like, who are you going to vote in on the spot? Do I think Kyle would necessarily vote in Devin? No, probably not. But if it was a situation where it was him or Devin, or if it was, you know, Devin and someone he thought could carry him further than Devin, you know what I mean? Maybe then he's like, uh, you know, I, I think this person's more likely to win than Devin. going to go with them instead, you know? Who knows, right? Right. It opens that seed of doubt in yeah. your mind. You're like, oh, I thought we were besties forever, and now I don't know. Right. I don't know if you're really going to look out for me. To be fair to Kyle, I don't. I do think this was an isolated thing, and I think that now that Devin, now that it was such a big thing, I don't think Kyle is going to try to go back on that. I do think he's going to try to stick with Devin. Whether or not that trust is going to be with them to where they can have that relationship they did and succeed together uh, you know it's up to Devin really at that point I think yeah this would be a tough thing to get past I do agree with you I think that makes total sense um, I think they they can get past this I think uh, they can chalk it up to like a, a kind of dumb split second decision um, hopefully because I do think Kyle well he is a very schemey player he also likes to have long-term friends from season to season and something about him is that you know he's getting asked back time and time again yeah. so he does have an eye on the long game and I don't think he I think he likes to make good TV but he doesn't like to screw people over for no reason that are like in his actual close circle um, not to say he wouldn't like put himself over them in a heartbeat in the show that's just my read but yeah. is that fair yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that Devin and Kyle seem so similar to each other, too, with their mm -hmm. senses of humor and stuff like that. I think that they ultimately will reconvene. But it seemed like this put a really bad taste in the mouths of the other competitors as well watching. And it seems like even if Devin forgives Kyle, I don't know if the house is going to forgive Kyle. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Or maybe they'll just develop amnesia and some other thing will happen and some hook up that's really possible too i mean Sessi literally made a dumber move this very episode so i think a lot of the attention is going to be on fessy yeah for sure 
Um, this actually reminds me of something where I, I'm pretty sure that last season, uh, the two of us made a really impassioned argument that people like Josh are being so dumb, specifically Josh, I remember this part, Josh were being very dumb for going so far out of his way to get in some kind of rivalry with, uh, with Devin and vice versa when they should want to go to the end with each other because like they're some of the only people that they can beat in a final. And we're like, dude, why yes. are you doing this, man? There's not that many people that you can reasonably beat in a final. And like Kyle's been good. I think he's got a second place, so like he maybe not in the same league, but similar. There's a lot of people that Kyle probably shouldn't want to go up against either. So yeah. what did you think, with all that in mind, about us finally seeing them acknowledge this in this kind of like uh, loser club alliance where they're like, we all really need to go yes. to the end together. I I love seeing this because as, as much as you and me love Devin, we have been critical of his strategy over the seasons. Like you just said, we were screaming at TV being like, why are you trying to get rid of Josh? Like, he's one of the only people you can beat on this damn show. And they're starting to come around to that. And Devin, I... I I think it's important to be self-aware on these shows, right? And he's aware of his strengths, and he's like, look, I'm not going to beat a lot of these dudes in the final, and, I, you know, Josh, you're, you're my only hope. And this was really <laughs> cool to see from Devin. I feel like we're really seeing him develop as a strategist here. And also, Josh to a certain extent, too, because he tells Devin, hey, man, like, take note of this thing with Kyle, but just keep it to the side. Like, you know what I mean? You don't you don't need to make a big deal out of it. Like, don't we're in a really good position right now. Like, let's not screw this up with attracting unwanted attention. What sick and twisted universe are we in? <laughs> in which Josh is telling his tight ally, Devin, to calm down and not overreact to some <laughs> event in the game. What is happening, man? What universe are we in? <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, this is this is great. And I love seeing this from both of them, too. Um, but, you know, obviously, especially Devin, because we love Devin. Um, but, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're not I, biased. And, and I, I do think it was interesting that they highlighted this. So hopefully it's, you know, something that we can, you know, maybe see come to fruition. Who knows? They're both going to have a tough time getting there. Because, you know, I do think you'd need to win some dailies here and there. Uh, we've seen them both, you know, do pretty well in them. But, you know, I think, you know, there's some other really strong teams out there who could have a lot of power. So it just depends. Yeah, we'll see, man. I, for one, would love to see uh, this unholy alliance <laughs> make it all the way to the end. Like, let's have the least athletic final ever. And, yeah. oh, my God. It would uh, be the I least would... athletic, and it would have to be one of the best strategic performances by either of them, to be honest, to get even that far. Like, with it, each other specifically, yeah. that would be a pretty good strategic showing by both of them if they if they were able to do it. They need a miracle, man. They need the TJ to, to reveal, like, a guess-who elimination somewhere along the way for it to happen. <laughs> but you never know. We've right. seen crazier upsets, so we'll see. Yeah. Hey, uh, so what, what happens next in the episode? And I'm, I'm totally just saying this to tee you up, not because I forget completely what happens next. <laughs> well, as well, uh, we kind of, you know, we kind of skipped over the challenge a little bit. Who cares? Uh, so Esther and Fessy won, uh, the challenge and it's up to, the, it's up to them to have the power to decide who goes in, uh, against the house vote. 
it's pretty much accepted at this point, like we said, that Michelle and Corey are going in. So Corey yeah, at the club uh, tries to yeah. angle to Fessy to try to get an easier elimination against Huey and Bettina. Yep. Yeah. Uh I actually kind of like this move at first. Me too. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. It's like, a, hey, I'm probably coming back. Uh, this is a good chance to like build some goodwill. Doesn't really cost you much. Why not give me who I want? You, you know, want to get rid of the rookies the anyway? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, why, why, why not? Just yeah. give us the rookies that we want, and then you get two friendly rookies coming back. So. I thought Seems this like was very savvy by Coriel, actually. I thought this was good because it's like that type of strategy where like the incentives align, right? Where it's like, okay, you want something done. You want to get rid of the rookies. I can make that happen, but also assure you safety in the future. I thought it was a smart move. Unfortunately, it didn't work out because little did we know Huey was a little firecracker. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was a good thought in theory. Right. And so I want to ask then next question is the end of the episode we saw Corey like very upset about this decision um and in fact i've seen some stuff from after the season i don't the after show i caught a little bit of that shockingly wow. uh i oh, actually by accident i meant to watch the episode on youtube <laughs> tv and it started playing the after show and i was like what is this uh nice. but in those few seconds i caught Corey <laughs> looking like he didn't really regret this but at the end of the episode he felt very regretful, I think, and, and felt like he stereotyped Huey as a fellow gay man and uh, maybe picked him because of that. Here's the thing. Uh, is, okay, go here's, ahead. Here's the thing. If, okay. if Huey looked like Corey L, Corey L wouldn't have picked him, right? Like I, I, I that's what I'm getting at. That yes. yeah, I really think it was just like the size thing, and like he does, he he literally is like the least looking athletic person on the cast. I'm sorry, it's just like as far as the males go, like I, he's probably the least athletic looking, other than maybe Devin um, or Josh, honestly. Um, <laughs> um, and I mean, even they're they're, they're, they're like, and even they're more that, athletic than Huey yeah. looking. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he like he, it, it just is what it is. Um and. And I think everyone was quite surprised that, you know, he was just tearing through that elimination, even though it didn't look like the most, you know, athletic contest necessarily. Um, it showed that he had that fervor, that fire under him to win. So, yeah, still physical in nature. They had to like sprint through something like probably probably a lot of mental strength. Uh, I actually don't know what the hell it takes to get through that. <laughs> right, like, I just didn't a bunch of quite pipes. understand you, what they were doing too. Like <laughs> just maneuvering pipes is kind of was, actually more like a puzzle than anything right. else. Probably the more it I think was, about it. It was not the best like elimination and like viewing, except for like the fights they had. But we'll we'll get into <laughs> yeah, the, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, okay. Don't want we'll get, get into ahead. that. Yeah, but um, Huey reveals in this deliberation that he like did a burn vote on his own team the previous week without Ashley's knowledge, which <laughs> Ashley's so mad at him. This what was he is, saying? He was like, I didn't know who to vote for. Like, what, you, you, <laughs> I, and like Ashley's like, you're not, you can't be friends with everybody. And she's, she's pissed about this because as we all know on the challenge, burn votes can be pretty dangerous, Eric. You never know what you're doing if you put a burn vote in the wrong place. I think Huey <laughs> did do it safely, mm. obviously, but you know, you can never be too careful. 
Usually more dangerous when the votes are public. Help me out. What's the famous instance of someone getting sent home yeah, so, because of a burn vote? So the two times actually happened to the same person, the unlucky Leroy Was it Garrett. Leroy? <laughs> I thought it was Leroy. Yeah. I, I had a feeling. He, oh, man. He, he went into one on Rivals 2 with the girl he was hooking up with, Teresa, casting one of them against him. And he got saved, fortunately, by uh, Zach and Trey's DQ. And then it happened to him again on Dirty 30, where he did get sent home by Hunter uh, with a burn vote by Brittany and Veronica. So, yeah, it, it can happen. <laughs> if your name's Leroy, it can and will happen to you. Unluckiest <laughs> man in challenge history, that guy. Yeah, no, but according to some people on the subreddit, he's not even that good. So, whatever. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh. uh, we, won't, we won't get into that. But anyway... Um, yes we won't get into it anymore so after that huey apologizes to her and it seems like at this point ashley's just like i'm pretty done with this kid huey's hysterical man he's so good on this show (laughs) he's so good like he's great who does that (laughs) who casts an anonymous burn vote against yourself there's like 50 other teams like why yeah that's another thing it's like there's so many people <laughs> oh my god. I guess that's the safest point to do it, but still. Anyway, uh yeah, totally incredible. But Huey's great for the show and I've heard a lot of people saying that they don't like the rookies this season and and all the stuff and like they don't like the direction the challenge is going. And I'm just like, I don't get it. Like like I like these people, some of these people are really good. Like I I just yeah. don't understand. I feel like people are complaining to complain. I maybe that maybe I mean everyone has different opinions so like not to say that it's wrong. No, or anything my like opinion's that, more right. No, just yeah, we're not saying that or <laughs> yeah. anything like that. I just I agree, man. I I love these new players. They're not all hits. Uh, Tracy, who the hell was that? <laughs> but uh, other otherwise, uh, they're bringing a ton to the table and it just makes sense. The opening you're casting up to like way more shows should in theory give you way better options to work with. So I'm all for it, man. Gabo is good. Pat and Nani on the head. Uh, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, we got some good rookies here. Funny. Oh. Question, 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 question. Yes, uh, yes. We're really, I know we're yada yadding past this because it was such a foregone conclusion. But I have to ask because I do love Michelle so much. Uh, we all Anything do. else she could have done? Or do you think she played this just fine? And, and it was the die was so cast. There's nothing she could have done. Um. You know, I got to think to myself, it's one of those things where it's just like, if Michelle Fitzgerald can't, like, you know what I mean? Can't maneuver through a social situation to get herself, like, you know, further. Is it possible? Like, you know, like, I'm not, she's got to be like top 30 greatest survivor players of all time. And some people might say that's even blasphemous to keep her like that low. Right. Um, So I think that's pretty good. I think that's solid. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, not to say, I mean, like, oh, look, there, I think there are other players who are better escape artists, you know? Yes, uh, but different people are better at different things. That is definitely for sure. Yeah, yeah, she's no Dan Giesling or anything like that. But yeah, yeah I think she's, she's okay, I'm just curious. I think she did it fine. I think she played as nice as possible, just saying, like, look, we need to win this elimination. Then we pick new partners who are vets and go from there. They had the ideal setup. They had the most ideal setup. They got the people they wanted to go up against pretty much. Like, it was all in their hands, really. Like, uh, But Fessy (laughs) decides to go off script here and send in Amber B and Josh just starts going into him like we've seen Josh do many of times. But this time, it actually seemed like, even though his reaction was a little much, uh, that it was for the right decision. Yeah, this was... 
uh wow i felt i felt a lot of different emotions i was like first of all i totally agree with josh that's weird <laughs> this is this is a new <laughs> feeling for me right and i i actually i really enjoyed what he was doing i loved it um don't know if it's the best move but at the very least it does show that he is really willing to go to bat for a teammate or a partner mm -hmm. in the game which is good having said that um maybe not the greatest way to completely publicly blow up your alliance that you've been on uh thoughts yeah not great and i kind of agreed with casey of like don't blow your whole game over this one thing especially when it's like dude fessy made the decision like it's done like you're not changing it like he just said it it is what it is like you can call him an idiot. You can tell him he's wrong, which he is, and you're right. But it's not gonna. It's not productive. I hate to say it, but Josh and Fessy, like, they're gonna just keep getting ass back at this rate. They're they're bringing so much entertainment. I I yeah. I have a hot take. I think uh, it might be hot. I don't know. Fessy is a good villain for this show. I have finally come around to it. Um, I have, I have no, finally. I kind of get it. I, I, he makes dumb decisions where you're like, "What the hell are you doing?" So they're at least interesting, right? Like he's making stuff happen through his own ineptitude. Uh, he's very easily hateable uh, if you don't like him. But he has some like you know redeeming stuff. Like we've learned about him with the Ramadan, and he's not the worst guy, right? Like he's not toxic or anything like that. He's like people were giving him so much shit about being a bad partner last season. But what was really the worst thing he said? That like Anissa's not a great person to run a final with. Like okay, like, like I don't see any lies there. Uh, so <laughs> I, is he really as bad as people give him credit for? I don't know. He's he's kind of a douche, I guess. But like. You know, he's that perfect level of hateable I think you want, where he's not like like a Kenny or Evan, right? But he's still like douchey enough to be rootable against. Yeah, look, I we're of the same mind in this way. I have been accepting Fessy on the challenge more and more. It's taken me a lot of time. Yeah, but same. I think he's kind of proven why he's going to keep getting ass back on the show for all the reasons he said. So I won't rehash them. I'll just say that he reminds me of like not not the main Bond villain, but like a really large and not so smart uh, mini boss. Like that's right. that's the type of player he is on that the you challenge. are going to have to get through. And sometimes he's going to beat you. But, you know. Yeah, and so far, 0 for 2 in finals. One, not really his fault, but uh, he, he's got a good track record. So I think I speak for you and me and probably a lot of other people who are saying, I can't wait to see him lose an elimination. Yes. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Everyone wants it. And how can you say that that person is not a good villain, right? So Yeah, um, so he, keep, keep on keeping on Fessy. Uh, we will continue to hate your decisions and root against you probably in the game, but we don't think you're a bad guy necessarily. Uh, just just a great villain for <laughs> the challenge. Yeah. So I think that's fair of us. We're being very fair. Very fair. Look at us. Well, yeah, very fair. Look at us. We're, we're growing up. Uh, the elimination is called Down to the Wire, and the contestants are attached with their hands to their partner and they have to make their way through like this pipe maze type of thing while their hands are like tied around the pipes so they have to move it in unison together uh from one end to the other first team to do it wins for an elimination with a spot in the game on the line 
I have never seen so much stopping <laughs> and shouting and like counterproductive <laughs> moves than I have in this one. Yeah. And it's incredible. And this is what you want in reality TV it was show so great. contestant. This is what you want. They're so brilliant. Great. They're yeah. so emotional. They're just stopping, like stopping and screaming at each other. Huey and Corey, they can't it's help incredible. it. Well, yeah, yeah, like 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 Corey, like so Amber and uh, Huey are are plowing through it, and Corey L gets and Michelle gets stuck at one point, and they're like, oh my, like they're blaming it on production at that point. They're like, hey, there's something like actually wrong, and Huey's just like, no, same thing happened to me. Shut up, like or whatever. And yeah, Corey's like, like not at all like that. Like with way more screaming. And, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, that is not a Huey impression. Can you can you do it more like Huey, please? Actually, Arson the same thing y'all all right you just have to go past it and then Coriel's like shut the fuck up Huey you don't even know what the fuck's going on and it's it's so amazing and like everyone's like laughing and Huey makes a huge uh uh-oh and while he's yelling at them drops the key that they have to unlock at the end of the thing to like release themselves and at this point Eric I really did think the challenge gods were gonna be like oh karma I thought they were gonna have to go back and that Michelle and Corey would have the opportunity there Corey and Ella and Michelle have been getting very good edits but uh, it was not meant to be no, this is a sad day as I watch them get further and further ahead. Yeah, there's a glimmer of hope for me. Although, like, I'm conflicted because I, I really like Michelle and I've been rooting for her. Uh, no secret. Uh, but hard to argue against wanting Huey to stay in the house for and, entertainment value. So right. like, this is not and a Amber B to come prize. back with a vengeance against Fessy. Thank you. Yes, that was also what I meant to say. Yeah, uh, yeah great storyline, and I, I really enjoying Amber B on the show too. I think she's actually. Bringing a lot more pizzazz, a lot more. Is that the second time I've said that this episode? She's bringing a lot more energy to the confessionals. She's. Uh, I feel like this season we've talked about it. Maybe not this episode, but. Not this episode. I think I said pizzazz twice. That's what I was talking okay, about, which I, I don't know. I apologize for it. That's. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. We'll man. try but not to do it in the future. Moving forward, uh, Amber B has been great, and I'm rooting for her, especially to like deliver this come up it's to fessy so the fact that michelle lost a bummer survivor show that we love this is how we started talking for those who don't know we met playing <laughs> i think both of our one and only survivor online yes. games made a terrible alliance never stopped talking about reality tv shows ever since so you know it sucks to see all the survivor players go out in, yeah. in kind of brutal fashion one after another but i have a lot of hope for the future this season because there's still there's still Huey and there's still Amber B versus Fessy. So yeah. kudos to them for winning it. I'm not upset at the result. No, I think this will light up a fire under Huey's ass strategically as well. Maybe he'll start to see like, hey, you can't just lay around and not play the game or else this is gonna happen. Amber B, like we said, it's been so cool watching her get her confidence and everything because on BB on Big Brother, she just kinda went out pretty, you know, anticlimactically, you know, didn't really think much of her. And now she's on the challenge and she's a champion. She's won she's three and oh in eliminations now. Like she's a freaking beast. I love that. I love it. I tend to root for the overdog sometimes. Right. Uh, it, it depends on the situation, but there's this cool streak going. Like, I kind of hope Amber B just turns into this elimination queen yeah. and keeps dominating. I think she has, like, uh, some potential to do it because she's tall. She's athletic. I think she played rugby. Yeah. So why not her? If, and if she, if she gets to a final, she's in great shape. I would love it if she won another season. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. 
She's I very would... likable. She's nice. Like she was, she was hooking up this episode too. We didn't even mention that, but she made out with the guy who's gonna go out in episode six. So like it's you know that was so she. <laughs> she's doing everything that you want from a challenge contestant. Yeah, I'm excited for like a new uh, force in the challenge. Like we we've had some dominant players. Bananas and CT have been trading wins back and forth on the women's side. Sometimes we haven't even had a female winner. Like when Ninja. Natalie got screwed over, uh, yeah. and it, I don't know. There, there hasn't been like a new dominant player on the women's side for quite some time. I think Maybe Cam, probably the most recent. Cam hasn't even won a season. Nah, I'm, that's not, true. I'm not yeah. counting her in that. Yeah. I'm talking Emily Schramm. I'm talking. You have to Laurel. win. Sorry, I'm guys. Talking Evelyn. We haven't win. seen any of those, and I think Amber B legitimately could get up to that level. I don't know if she's got the social slash political game chops, but she might be there physically where she can win elim- eliminations and finals. So um, I'm excited to see how long she can keep the streak going. Also, yep. she's my winner pick. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Corey L. and Michelle lose. It's very sad. Emmanuel's very sad. TJ, like, I didn't like this. TJ decided that he was going to chastise uh, Corey L. and Huey for fighting. And... Like he said, Coriel, I never want to see you put your hands on someone again. If you replay the clip, Huey literally gets in Coriel's face. Like he literally is just like this, like very close to his face, like obviously trying to provoke him. So like I really don't blame him that much for pushing him off of him. He was literally getting up in his face, screaming at him, like after the elimination. Uh, I I just it's just like, yo, this is a reality show. Like I like I'm sorry, but like. I do kind of want to watch drama. Like, I did. That is kind of why I signed up for the show. I just don't know if I love the producers, like, trying to bubble wrap uh, some of this stuff. I don't know. I 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, glad you pointed that out. Um, you know, I'm curious to hear what other people think. And maybe this this could be something that I feel like it's possible we're just way off on. But yeah, felt felt pretty hypocritical to me to yeah. like say, oh, not cool, guys. Not cool. <laughs> yeah. And then like this show so great. a million replays of it in slow motion. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's uh, so entertaining. Like, what yeah. do you mean? It's what we what? want. What? And what? I feel like it that might have been anything. part of why Coriel was so upset, too, because they like guilt tripped him. Because like you said, in the after show, he seemed fine with it. Um, And it was like a decision based off of him just thinking he was weaker. Uh, But I did like that they kind of, you know, had that moment where they were both just, you know, hugging it out and forgiving each other. So that was nice uh, that that came out of that. So. Yeah, it's, that's let's tie a bow on it with that. Yeah, it's impressive to be able to move past it in the moment, even or like right after, and say like, okay, like we're 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 fine, we're over this. Congratulations! It seemed like Corey gave him uh, an actual heartfelt, uh, you know, congratulations. Like you won, you deserved it. Yeah. Um. So good for them, and uh, we're left with Huey and Amber back into the house. So I, right, just before we say anything, too, shouts out to Corey L. I thought he's been really good this season on all fronts. You know, he won an elimination, and he was trying on the strategic side to get things going. I definitely think he's super, super deserving of an yeah. ass back. So. Yeah, I agree for sure. The rookies uh, ran into a buzzsaw this season, and yeah. it's it's. I mean, it makes sense. The Vet Alliance makes a lot of sense. I still think that it's it's been a great move by the Vets, specifically uh, Devin. I think he's been playing really well this season. Tori, I think. Uh, 
she's been in a really good spot so far and, and anisa has her name hasn't even come up like so many veterans are just doing really well and just like coasting on by because of this but it unfortunately means there's so many good rookies who are getting axed early man so i just hope a lot of them come back and i almost wonder if part of it too is them being like damn these rookies are so good like we should team up against them because like they are capable too it's not just that we're vets they're rookies they're also capable rookies yeah i think clearly i mean physically and strategically a lot of them uh emmy i know you're a big fan of hers like she yeah. could be a force in the play obviously game. the editors are too because they're giving her so much screen time these last two episodes where all she's doing is crying <laughs> she'll be back she'll be back she'll, she'll, Can't wait. She, she definitely will be back uh and so yeah um amber and qe decide that they're you know they're not going to be together and so they're going to infiltrate and Huey picks Nani. Yeah, this is, I think, a pretty good pick. Yeah. This is a solid, safe pick. She's she's very well connected. She's always been pretty good at the political game, right? So, right. And uh, now that she's I with Casey, too. Doop, yep. Doop, good point. Yeah. She's very well connected now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I can think of a lot worse picks than Nani. Also, not someone who's likely to get stolen too soon. Uh, by people who are just looking for like the physically strongest players, you, you right. gotta imagine Casey and Tori and Amber even are probably going before her. So uh, I think this seems like a pretty good move. And also, if you get stuck running a final with Nani and like you're against some rookies or maybe some of the worst vets, it's not like you know Nani has gotten second place in a final against Laurel, right? Like she's like a good competitor, at least used to be at one point. Uh, she definitely has that kit, that gear in her, and she's you know working out more. You know we see her on these seasons more and more, so I gotta imagine that you know she's putting in the more work. So not definitely not it's a bad possible. choice. It's possible. It's possible. I saw her running on the treadmill like this episode too. Like they showed a clip of it. Oh, real quick. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay, uh, sold. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't um, know if I would want to run a final with Nani, but I mean, you know, uh, she's probably, you she's could probably better than some girls there, right? Like, you could do, do worse. You could do, do worse. And also, listen, if you don't get into elimination before the final from here on out, great. Like I think Huey will take that. And if you do get into an elimination between now and the final. Depending on how close you are to the final, that's when you swap to a partner who's better at running, right? So right, yeah, exactly. You have you might win. you might have an opportunity if you're lucky enough. Uh, and so this now is when you want the political partner, right? Yeah. And so Amber decides to go uh, with Devin by Josh's insistence. I wasn't quite <laughs> sure about this, to be honest with you. What do you think the Vegas line would have been on Devin being stolen three times in the first like what? Four oh episodes? my gosh! Plus like four K, like like, like <laughs> plus eight K, like it, like it'd be crazy. Like yeah, if I, I, I would, nobody would ever take that line. Uh, but yeah, it, it is pretty crazy to see. Uh, and I guess she, I guess Devin is just so well positioned politically. Everyone sees it. But they're just like, okay, well, he's not a threat, really. That's That's got to be it to a certain extent. He's a little that's disarming. That's what I'm wondering. So, I don't know. Is that it? But he's good enough to where he's like, you know, he's not going to drag you down as a partner. But he's, like, not threatening. So, he's not going to get targeted. And you're at least going to last a while. So, if you do want to switch and get a new partner, it's going to be possible at least. I can't even wrap my mind around this. Like, I feel like usually, <laughs> usually in the challenge, the strategic game, I feel like I'm ahead of. I feel right. like I, I understand what's going on as a viewer. 
and can even come up with some new ideas sometimes. This, I don't even, I have no clue what I would do if I were a woman choosing a partner. Like, yeah, Devin's going to get stolen. He's in a great spot politically, but like, uh, if everyone knows that, then like, shouldn't that make him a threat? But like, then again, but it isn't, uh, and it's just not happening so far. But like, then you don't want to run a final with him, probably. But he can get you through the middle game, right. like. Uh, but then he's gonna get stolen apparently next episode. Like, what? I don't know what you do. Like, yeah. why? Why does everyone want Devin? My brain's just broken. Yeah. I don't get it. I did think it was smart of Josh though, because as they pointed out, this is gonna create a new rookie rookie team in Emmy and Gabo. Mm, yes uh good good point thank yeah. you because i forgot that totally um this is a good move by josh i think uh, yeah. just like making sure that there's always someone ahead of you in the pecking order next episode like why not and maybe they can even like make this process repeat is it possible i, I can't do the math on the top of my head but it's gotta uh, be right like if- right like yeah okay walk me through this well because if there's at least one male and one female rookie which there are like I can think of Jeremiah who is with Big T and then Priscilla who's with Nelson. So they could do like kind of the same thing essentially uh, again if somebody were to infiltrate their team. Okay, so they can do that. Here's the thing though. Is that still the best move long term? Because I'm thinking this through and that really just speeds up the elimination of the rookies. Um, does that really get you closer to the end of the season though? I think all all bets are off now. Now that Fessy's done this, I feel like the game has really began. And if you're Devin or someone like that, maybe you want to try to hold on to it a little bit longer if you can. Uh, but at this point, you're really going to maybe... I think there's maybe two more eliminations that could be straightforward. And then I think from there, it's it's anyone's game, really. Yeah, I think they're going to really start playing. Because at the end, it's like, how many rookies are there even left? Like, like five like i have no clue honestly i I don't know either i think there's a few more than that i i'm really bad at like counting yeah there's maybe six i have no freaking clue i'm not gonna try to guess (laughs) but there's not that we're we're so good at this job yeah yeah Uh, we're amazing well yeah but the point is that i'm trying to make and i think it sounds like we're on the same page is that it feels like that inflection point in the game where you got to start thinking about oh maybe we and I mean, Fessy made this move. Maybe we start scooping up some of these rookies and trying to make a majority alliance and pick an enemy to throw under the bus. And maybe that enemy is Fessy and Casey and the Big Brother team, which minus is, Amber and Josh now, apparently. I don't know. Which is why I'm really interested to see how, how Amber is going to handle this. Is she going to try to rally the troops against the Big Brother alliance? And if that's the case, how's Devin going to handle this as her partner and being someone who's now working with the Big Brother alliance? That's the good part, in theory, about a start to the season like this. Sure, it's been a little predictable yeah. as far as the rookies going home, and I still don't totally get why uh, it's been. It, they've just been like letting all the vets walk all over them. Although now it might get to the point where, like, okay, if you survived as a rookie, you might start to become valuable in the veteran war. And I, I don't know about you, but I have no idea how this is going to shake out. Like, I feel like it's up for grabs right now. No, I totally agree. Because I even think the people who are really good in finals, like CT and Fessy, could get targeted because people are aware of this. We heard Devin talk about it this episode, where last season he was like trying to be number ones with CT, right? Like he was trying to work with CT a lot. And I think they do get along, but he is kind of seeing now that, like, okay, it's not in my best interest to work with this guy. 
Yeah, I there might be a pause there because I think uh, there's a little delay. Um, yeah. But sorry about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, exactly. And if this alliance holds, despite the turbulence this episode between, let's see, who would it be? Devin and Amber now, and then Kyle and I forget who Kyle's partner is. Oh my God, I forgot. I can't believe I forgot that. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, Tori has been working with Devin closely this whole game, um, as far as we've seen anyway. And is cool with Tori. And, and Josh now too. Like if that's that's a group of people that like might look to seize power by scooping up a rookie or two uh, team next episode. Maybe yeah. they pick up the all rookie team and like another team and they're like, okay, now we're going after Fessy. And yeah. then CT and then all the other like really good uh, at finals people like Casey and help me out who else who else would be a big threat on the women's oh, side oh man uh amber b honestly uh right um, yeah well she's on this other theory yeah yeah, yeah I that's don't know. true wild wild ass prediction right like, let me just put that out actually actually obviously always a huge threat so yeah um i'm, I'm excited man i'm excited yeah. i'm not gonna guess any further because it's really like shooting from the hip here but uh i i think it'd be cool to see something like that i'm just excited to see where this game goes i think and hope that it goes somewhere besides targeting the rookies next. I could see it also being one more week of rookies, uh, Me but too. it's 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 something something's got to give. It's got to give soon. Yeah, I, I do think that eventually things are going to be shaken up um, because, like you said, we've already seen people looking at each other, and it seems like a lot of people are thinking pretty strategically this season. Um, Ashley and Josh also team up, by the way, uh, so they they become a pair. Uh, after getting their partners uh, stolen, incredible! So wow, just, just incredible pairs here. Yeah. Uh, this this should be good. This should be really good. I I hear numbers like viewership are, are are down on this season. I I don't know if that's a common opinion thing or if that more reflects the state of television and people dropping off because of last season or whatever i've been yeah. really loving the season this is my I think favorite it's been season great. in a while yeah i what think about, it's yeah, yeah you too yeah yeah sorry i think it's been awesome i think Not all the good. rookies have been really good for anyone who's talking about how this is a steamroll like i don't think you guys remember some of the past seasons of the challenge because we literally just watched rivals and it was the biggest steamroll ever like there wasn't really like any point right where like it seemed like the mob was actually going to go down there were some points where it could have tipped one way but like the whole time you and me pretty much knew obviously because we had watched the season and because of just the way the alliance was set up with the jek that it was going to happen the whole time and it was still an entertaining season so i i don't think that you one need of my favorites flips every week right to to have an exciting season necessarily and I think it's been cool to see some of these rookies and some of the vets kind of reconvene together and try to keep it together despite their volatile relationships and stuff like that. And just people, just be patient, all right? It's it's only been three episodes, like or four. Calm down, like. Yeah, we we know things can go down the tubes at any point. We we know we get that, but I feel like I much more enjoy a season where. It starts out relatively slow and predictable, but like we're just setting the foundation for yep. a wild end game. And we're introducing a lot of people and I've been really enjoying all the new people. I'm enjoying the introductions. Yes. I've been enjoying the drama and the fun shenanigans of season. So yes. yeah, enough said on that, I think, at least on my end, but uh, I see a lot of potential for the season and I've been having a lot of fun so far. I hope everyone else is too. Again, yeah. if you feel totally differently, but yet you're still listening to this podcast about it for some reason. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. I'd love to hear it. But yeah. uh, that's that's just my take. 
I want to give a shout out too to Esther real quick. She's been doing really good on the show, and I feel like we haven't talked about her a lot, but she's she's been doing really well as well. You're right. That's on that's on us and really me at this point, I guess. Since <laughs> you just shouted her out. Yeah. yeah, she's won two out of four main matches. Uh, <laughs> uh, God, I, I hate myself. It just keeps slipping in. It's not intentional. I yes. just a little bit of genius slipping in. Yeah. Um, she's won two out of four dailies. How much of that is due to having Fessy as a partner, who is a legit beast at these things? Uh, I don't know. I guess remains to be seen. She could be great. Yeah. Either way, hot start. Um, so good for her. Anyone else that we're overlooking? Do you think? Um, yeah, uh, Priscilla, I feel like is getting a lot of confessionals, despite her Nelson's partner, despite not really doing anything so like she might be someone to watch out for but i don't know Mm -hmm. we also like didn't really talk about nelson versus ashley so much it seems like they've they've completely dissolved right well we had ashley eliminating nelson in uh in the challenge that was about it really i thought there's a confessional maybe i'm I'm misremembering but i thought there's a confessional about one of them just like being being mad at the other being over the other it was probably just about that but uh that could go somewhere, maybe. Uh, they, they could they be on opposite factions? Is that where this is all going? Uh, when, the, when the vets break down, that'd be interesting. Yeah, interesting. we shall see. We haven't seen a ton, I don't think, out of Amanda yet. No. Like she's been, she's been, I think, snarky and funny as yeah. as usual. Um, but I'm excited to see where her and Kyle's partnership goes. Hopefully, it goes somewhere too. So keep an eye out for her. Yeah. So. Uh, good episode of a, a really good episode. Honestly, I really liked this episode. Um, and good yep. season so far. Um, and guys, that's pretty much it, right? I, I think uh, that's it for the Reality Friends podcast this week. Eric, do you have anything to add? <laughs> uh, just checking in on our winner picks. I still have CT and Amber on my team. We just made it really simple. We each pick one man and one woman. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, remind me who you picked for some reason again. Kyle and Casey. Kyle and Casey. Yeah. That, Kyle stock dropping this episode. Poor, yeah. <laughs> Kyle, yeah, sell your Kyles. <laughs> They're not doing so hot. Casey, TBD. She's, she looked great I mean, this she's episode. always doing good, right? I mean. She looks smart, yeah, but I don't has know. Has she ever done know. bad on any of these shows? No, she still hasn't. <laughs> like, it's yeah. remarkable. <laughs> right. It's remarkable, dude. So, yeah, she's uh, keeping up at her consistent level of 10 out of 10 uh, pretty hard on this <laughs> show. Um, and, yes, yeah, uh, you know, I feel like if I feel like we haven't seen a lot of CT. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I, I look, I don't remember any details, but I saw something funny on the challenge subreddit where it was basically the concept is CT in the first five episodes of any season invisible man just behind the bushes so i don't want to say anything i'm not gonna stand out he's just chilling is that just true though through. i feel like it's been i mean he did get eliminated early a couple times yeah but like, i feel like whenever that doesn't happen he definitely tries to just relax right and chill because like, let everyone go after everyone else he's not making any moves right because he did that last season but that was after everyone already wanted to send him in and everything and then him and wes get saved or whatever you want to call it by that twist there and mm. uh yeah so i don't know that is he's trying to do that at least right I think. yeah and it worked i guess because he did blend back in uh after a while so right um, right but yeah I, I think it's maybe just more like he's not doing anything crazy uh it, it seems like it's been a consistent theme for the past few seasons so i i think we'll see ct emerge pretty soon i think once the vets start going after the vets we're gonna see him play a much more important role in the game i agree and i can't wait for sure.
Yeah. All right. That's about it. That's a good one. Let's yep. let's let's call it there. Thanks for listening, everybody. Subscribe. Subscribe. If you're not subscribed yet. Ooh, oop. Jinx. <laughs> Owe me a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're we're done. Uh, we're, we're, let's sorry. stop talking. Yeah. All right. Bye. bye.